Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back. (laughs) You just say get started. I thought you were going to say something like three, two, one. I don't (laughs) know. Jesus Christ. All right. I'm done. Go go ahead. Leave it in. You can leave it in. Leave it in. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Welcome back to the Red Sox Precap Podcast. Uh, Podcast with Over the Monster Podcast Network where we recap the series that just ended. Preview the series. I was about to start for your Boston Red Sox. I am your host, Keaton DeRocher, joined and interrupted by Brian Joyner for this episode of the podcast. Brian, uh, thanks for joining. How you doing? I mean, that's just great radio, baby. Um, that, that's <laughs> just what we do here on the Over the Monster Podcast Network, especially when we're on a two-series, AL East series winning streak series type thing to the streak baby hell yeah all right well uh let's just dive on in then huh uh friday night red sox get the win three to two pitching matchup nathan Evaldi versus uh domingo roman uh, nathan Evaldi goes uh six innings pitched two runs two earned on eight hits two walks and three k's uh after Evaldi. Barnes, Brazier, and Whitlock all followed with clean innings. Whitlock went for two. We had a three-hit day from J.D. Martinez, including the game-tying single in the ninth. And then trade deadline acquisition Tommy Pham walked it off with a single in the tenth. Uh, First, let's get your thoughts on Evaldi. I mean, this is what you want. I mean, this is exactly... What you want from Valdi? There's been a lot of 
um, I'm not going to say revisionist history, but revisionism on contracts that players signed um, to get the Reds out in this particular position. And Ivaldi's was uh, definitely at the time a not a no-brainer, uh, at least to the um, to the Twitterers, which I know is not saying a lot because. There's never a consensus, but this is precisely the type of game you want him to have um, in this situation. You want him to have it, the broader point funneled into the narrow one is that this is why he's here, and this is why he's stuck around. Um, he can have games like this, and... Uh, Sorry, I'm just so excited that we won our quote-unquote second series against the AL East. That, uh, yeah. A lot of hits hard. in this one. Gave up eight. Didn't have a ton of strikeouts. Uh, the velocity is still a little low. Does that concern you going forward? Or do you think just, as he showed in this game, his ability to work around it, you're still confident in his abilities every time he goes out there? No, I'm more confident in his ability to get the velocity back because this is a guy who, in the second week of March, is throwing 95. So I think that regret it's more, I trust, innate ability. <laughs> in, in, innate ability. Um, but we'll see. I mean, it kind of doesn't matter because I don't consider the Red Sox actual... Um, contenders this year, but well, spoiler I, alert for a later question. Yeah, I didn't read that far down. Uh, like I, <laughs> but that that's uh, you know it's like 10, 10 p.m. on a Sunday, so it's oh it's not even ten yet. Oh my god, almost ten p.m. All yeah. right, no, I mean he's Nate Uvalde. He like did. There's, I think all Red Sox fans should be forever grateful for all his contributions, and this is a pretty solid one. Yeah, Re results wise, like sometimes, sometimes the process is good and the results aren't good, and sometimes the process isn't great and the results are good. I'll just take it. Tommy Pham has had a nice little early tenure with the Red Sox so far, so we had a little bit of distance now between the trade deadline. What is your thoughts, early thoughts here on the trade deadline additions? Well, I think that Fam, who said that he considered signing with the Sox, um, Bloom likes him and he seems to return the favor. Uh, if he can stick here and work out, if he can stay healthy and play, I mean, he's a, I have, I have problems with some of the, uh, trade deadline strat, like overarching trade strategy, uh, guidelines, but I have no problem with Tommy Pham as a player and as a Red Sox. And he seems to have 
brought a jolt to a group of outfielders that sort of need, needed that to happen. One, one of whom is not on the team anymore. He, he's on the Blue Jays now. Um, <laughs> I won't name names. Don't think you have to. All right, moving on to game two. We had Carter Crawford versus Frankie Montas. The Red Sox take the loss 3-2 in this one. Carter Crawford, though, looked pretty darn nice for the most part. Six innings pitched, two hits, two runs. He had four walks, a little bit wild there, but did get five strikeouts. Samura followed with a clean inning, and then Schreiber followed trying to get through two, but did allow the go-ahead run to score. On the offensive side, we had two-hit day for Verdugo and McGuire, and that was mostly it. Uh, what were your thoughts on another nice little start here from Carter Crawford? You know, th- this is where false hope can start to creep in when you get to this sort of start. So, hey, what if we get this sort of start every couple weeks till the end of the season? And then you start to look at the wild card standings. You think, uh, um, I mean, it's obviously great. Um, it sucks that uh, Red Sox legend Frankie Montes would perform violence upon our team. Um, but that's his job. Uh, look, I'm having a hard time nitpicking the game the Sox lost in the actual series of more than one game they won for the first time against the AL East this year, um, especially when it was three to two. So, agreed. Yeah, it's like something good finally happened. Let's just focus on the good thing. Yeah. Uh, Schreiber and Whit- and Whitlock, uh, though, are are keep keeping used in multi inning stints. Uh, how sustainable do you think that is going forward? And how do you think missing Tanner Houck for however long he ends up being out here uh, is going to mess with the back of the bullpen if these guys keep going two innings at a time? You know what? I'm going to turn this around on you. You answer the question. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I think this is the one thing that I think we keep coming back to with Cora is overusing guys in the bullpen and I think Schreiber and Whitlock being the two guys that they really trust here at the back of the the bullpen um, I'm afraid that they will get overworked without having Hauk there Um, so hopefully he's not out for very long and then he can get back into the mix and sort of straighten some of the stuff out I know since Whitlock returned from the IL he had uh, his usage had been going two, three innings at a time and then getting two, three days off. That got scrapped today, which I was kind of happy to see because uh, he went two innings on Friday, which meant that on that same little process, he would have been unavailable for the rest of the series against the Yankees. But he came in tonight, finished it off, and got the save. Uh, So it was really nice to see that break 
and actually use our best pitchers in the situations where we needed wins. So that was really good to see. Hopefully that trend continues. But um, continuing to lean on Triber and Whitlock a lot for long outings while Halk is out for um, any kind of really extended period of time, I do start to worry about the dreaded overusage. So hopefully that just means that Halk won't be out for long and we'll start sparing these guys. That's my thoughts. That is word for word what I was going to say. So that's amazing. Um, amazing Great minds, co- they say. Am- amazing coincidence. So, uh, But, it, yeah, I mean, that makes... Look, the Red Sox are a very classic fringe playoff team, and they want to... And that definition gets bigger as the playoffs expand. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they need X number of things to go right. And the bullpen is, is, is a very clear place where that uh, is the case for this particular team. So we will see. They say it's the hope that kills you. Yeah, that's. Um, I'm not known as the cheeriest guy around over the monster, so <laughs> I might not be the right person to uh, check in on that. Uh, speaking of cheery, how about Game Three, where we get a series win versus the Yankees? Uh, Michael Walker making his return after a uh, a combined no hitter, right with the with the Woo Sox. That was nice. Um, Seven innings pitched, two hits, no runs, one walk, nine strikeouts. Boy, he looked good. Um, so, that, I mean, that was that wasn't Michael Walker. That was Jacob Degrom. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's like uh, that game was over in two and a half hours, and it was over before that. Like just, um, I think that Michael Walker might be telling his grandparents about that game tonight. Like, he's been on very good teams. He, I think he has a World Series ring with the Cardinals, but I'm not sure. Um, it's just Sunday night was a night where he had everything. And that's awesome for him like it's going to be one of the best days of his life um and if we just do that every day we will win the world series so i think that we should just do that yeah brazier and whitlock followed as i mentioned whitlock uh getting the save his fourth of the season we had a three hit day for tommy fam at a leadoff spot devers had a two hit day one of which was a two run homer um you kind of mentioned your thoughts on waka there already um, what does, and you sort of kind of lead, led a little bit in this question already, but what does Waka's return do for the starting rotation going forward? And speaking of hope, uh, four and a half games back of a playoff spot with 46 to play. Is there enough time? Keep this momentum going. I mean, there's definitely enough time. The whole thing with the Red Sox under bloom is just process. Just keep playing the games and hope you run into a winning streak. And if they do, they get right back into it in two weeks. I mean, it's just, that's what he's looking for. Three out of four is a good start. I mean, 
mathematically speaking, it's just true. That's a 750 baseball. They keep that going. That'll turn some heads. <sighs> They're just... <laughs> Just math, math will do it to you guys. It always does. Who is your MVP of the series? I mean, I think I'm going to go with Walker after. Tonight. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you couldn't. I mean, Tommy Pham did have a nice little series, but after this performance by Walker in prime time, locking down the series, no brainer. I didn't even see that you had him listed as your MVP of the series, but it it, it like. Yeah. Hard to have a game like this um, that could be your best start ever and uh, it it not be the MVP of the series. Especially when you beat the disgusting Yankees. Fucking. Totally agree. All right, let's take a quick break. Come back, preview the series against the Pirates. All right, you're up to the minute. Standings. Major League Baseball. Uh, the Yankees are still in first in the American League East. 72 and 42. Ten and a half games ahead of the Blue Jays. 61 and 52. 11 and a half games back are the Rays. 60 and 53. 13 games back are the Orioles. 59 and 55. 16 and a half games back are the Red Sox. 56 59. So, now, series against the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are 45 and 70. Not Looking great. Um, pitching matchup for this series, Pavetta versus Keller, Hill versus Brubaker, and Evaldi versus Bryce Wilson. Uh, what do we think of those pitching matchups? I mean, if the Red Sox don't win at least two of these games, you can just throw the season in the garbage. Um. And that's not like a value judgment. That's just like there's not a lot of time left and need to make up games. And um, the Pirates are terrible because they always are. So my advice to the Red Sox is to just um, win at least two of the games. Yeah, this is the perfect series to follow up. Uh, the momentum that you just got. It really going. is. Like, you, you couldn't ask for a better situation. No. Um, the lineup, Pittsburgh's rolling out here. We got Ben Gamble leading off, Brian Reynolds hitting second, Brian Hayes third, O'Neill Cruz batting cleanup, Kevin Newman, Bly Madras. I'm not entirely sure that's a real person. Greg Allen, uh, Oh, boy, uh, Tucupita, uh, Mar- Mark, uh, Mar- Jason Delay. He came there's a couple over names in, in there. A, I just butchered in a Padres deal. He was a Padres, uh, and uh, and obviously I like I'm B R Y A N Brian, Cabrian, and I like you know I can't I can't wish him any ill will. Just not you know, it's just not gonna happen. Now, if there's Brian is like a is like a couple's mashup name for us. Yeah, there's no Keatons in baseball because um, they're you know they they know better than to have your <laughs> name. 
anyhow, yeah, but but the point being that outside of I think O'Neill Cruz, who's like awesome, uh, there's the Red Sox for as difficult as things have been recently. Um, this is a series where they should win two out of three games at least. Um, and, if, and if they are going to make a real playoff run, should win all of them. Yeah, my prediction was that they just keep the momentum going, get a nice little series sweep for themselves. Uh, and my prediction for MVP is Rafael Tevers, just because it seems like low-hanging fruit. He's really good, and these pitchers are very bad. Are you excited? Are you excited to uh, see see Chavis again? Always and forever. I don't know. I mean, he's um he's not good, so I, that's weird. But okay, doesn't matter. That's fine. Look, I respect the I respect the love. Like you know, sometimes those guys just stick with you. All right. So, what is your official prediction, series prediction, and MVP? I'll go sweep endeavors. I'm just going to copy you. Nice. I like it. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for listening. We have some other great pods on this Over the Monster Podcast Network. We've got the, uh, the Red Sea podcast that Jake and I do. We've got the minor league podcast Bob and Shelly do. Um, are, you, are you ever going to do another podcast? Well, so Dan and I had talked about it. Um, so th- there could be a Dan... Dan and Brian podcast. We, yep. Is that going to be the uh, name? The Dan and, Dan and Brian podcast? I Look, I'm the assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> the regional manager. The regional manager will tell you what the name of the podcast is. Excellent. You can find us both at Over the Monster where we write some stuff. You can also find us on Twitter. You can find me at Spoken Keats. And you can find Brian at... Fraulein 18... No, sorry. Brian Joyner. Brian with the Y Joyner with an I. Perfect. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with you later in the week to recap the series with the Pirates and preview the series against the Orioles. Thanks for listening.